0: Trap hey,
1: bro, welcome trap a
0: brand traps on some traps it's me, Adam Hunter. some trap I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. Don't leave your house to get it, okay? Get it delivered right to you. The guy, Gino, he's awesome on the cover of High Times this week. And uh, they have everything from marijuana edibles to CBD to THC sex lube to macaroons to food to chocolate to coffee to energy drinks to you name it. They have it. And it's the best stuff. Mention MMA Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. Check them out. MMA Roasted. Also, listen, I'm putting up an extra three to four podcasts a week on Rockfin, okay, as well as all my stand-up comedy, every show I do, every video I've ever made. Okay, if you want to support the podcast, go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. You'll not only get my stuff, you get Ben Askren and Front Row Brian have a podcast. Askren puts up vlogs. Um... Nick Diaz has stuff he puts on, exclusive stuff that you can only see. Chael Sonnen has stuff that you can only see there. Um, uh, AJ Agazon, uh, that dude has stuff. It just keeps going. There's comedians up there. There's um, there's politicians. There's right-wing... Uh, radio hosts, okay, and the good thing is is that it really helps out the people uh, who put up the content. They're they're paying very well, and uh, if you support me, and you like what I'm doing, and you want to hear more, or you just want to be like, yo, Adam, thanks for the, what, five years of free content, okay, I like what I got, you know, even if it's 10 bucks, you can cancel anytime. it's 10 bucks a month, and just, that's like $2.50 a week for an extra, I don't know, three, four hours of entertainment, all right, so... Support me at rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Also, I got to talk to you about... My stuff, nature's oils online. A lot of people are hesitant to try hemp derived CBD oil because they just don't know where to start. There are so many different products and brands. Hard to know which products right for you, how much to take, when to take it. How to know if you're getting too much. All right. But this family owned business, family owned you got to support the families. Okay. They not only provide the highest quality us grown hemp derived CBD products, but they also give personal guidance on choosing the right product and finding a dose that works for you. Their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides and is mixed with organic MCT coconut oil. Each batch is third-party lab tested for potency and purity, and the results are posted on their website. They have a variety of products, including full-spectrum or whole-plant hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, which I need, and full-spectrum CBD dog chews. And when I tell you I give this up to my dog, my dog is so much happier and friendlier and more relaxed, okay, all their products are available on www.naturesoilsonline.com and include free shipping within the continental U.S. Call them directly and ask questions at 469-525-3131. As a special offer for listeners of the show, Nature's Oils is offering a 10% discount of their already reasonable prices, okay? When calling out online or enter at mention, discount code ADAM10 to get 10% off, okay? Check them out. It's uh, Michelle and Christian, really nice people. All right, so... I did a show last week. Uh, it was crazy. I did the dime bar. Mm-hmm. I go up and I usually go up last because I do the, the most time and there's like 15 comics. I go on. The headliner, on, dude. The headliner, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, the, my friend Jason Andor has said, like, when you go on like, last and turn to two people, you're the headliner. Uh-huh. 15 people, you're just last. Um, so I go okay. on and there's a cute girl on the front and she kind of had like short hair and like a scarf. And I was like, oh, were you a lesbian? And she's like, no. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, but I could see why people would think. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're a hot lesbian. You're definitely the kind I would go for if I was a, a lesbian, or even if I wasn't, or if I was single, whatever. And um, I go, you do something ar- artistic. I, I can tell. She's like, oh, I play the. Uh, she's like, I play the uh, ukulele. I'm like, okay, it's hard enough to make it as, as a, a, a musician. Now uh-huh. you got to play the instrument that no one cares about. Yeah. So then somebody in the crowd was like oh, that's Sasha, whoever. But he had like a a Latin accent. I'm like, do you like fans here? And then she's like, that's not my name. I'm like, great, the crowd's heckling each other. (laughs) And I was like, so, uh, sir, what do you do? And he's like, "Uh, I got one leg. I looked and he had one leg. And I'm oh, like, how you ask?
1: What do you do? And he's like, I have one leg.
0: Yeah, and so, then I, okay. So I was like, I have a joke. A one-legged guy walks into a bar. Right. So then he he, he was dying. He's like, yeah, I got hit by a car, and I, I made eight million dollars in my, in my settlement. I was like, wow, it only cost you a leg, uh, and. <laughs> I go. To, Where are you from? He's like Mexico. I'm like you got hit in America, right? He's like yeah. He's like in Mexico they would have rammed you right over again. Oh my! And God. And then I go well at least look at the bright side. You get a uh, you get half off pants, and like <laughs> Damn, he, he was he Killing was it. he was dying laughing. He was a really good sport. I'm actually gonna put the whole set up on Rockfin. Oh, you recorded it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so uh, would so, you yeah. sacrifice a limb for that kind of money? For eight million dollars? Yeah. Um, I mean, with technology they have nowadays, they have like a prosthetic legs. I mean, eight million bucks, dude. Don't gotta leave your house ever again. Eight million? But do you not want to leave your house
0: ever again? Is I that already something?
1: don't really leave my house. Uh, this is the only time I come out and see daylight is to come do the show. Is the goal to not leave your house ever again? I mean, if, if I had to choose, I'd probably lose a leg over an arm, right? Because think of all the stuff you do with your hands and your arms, you know. No, I'd rather lose an arm. Because, really? Yeah, because uh, you can't walk with one
0: leg. You can't I, a prosthetic. You can't really run. It's like a pirate, like a wooden leg, dude. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd rather... I mean, you see, like, like uh, you could still fight and stuff. I know that mm. you want to fight, but you look at the guy who... Um, Nick Newell? Nick Newell has one arm. Yeah. Still, but you'd never see a guy with one leg. Yeah, uh, you, there was true. a wrestler with one leg yeah. uh, who
1: ended uh, up Anthony Robles. It's a good question. I think I'd rather lose the arms. Did you see the dude who has no arms and no legs do the MMA fight? Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was very. I mean, I, I, you know, props to him for you, like sending a message. You know, even though I ain't got shit for limbs, you know, yeah, I can yeah, still yeah. go out there and do stuff. But he got fucked up, dog.
0: Well, yeah, because, well, and plus the like, guy couldn't kick.
1: Yeah. Like, you weren't
0: allowed to punt him out of the, the cage. Which, yeah. Which I thought would have kind of cool if, like, you know, like in baseball, you catch a baseball, you can catch a fighter. Uh huh. That'd be kind of fun. Oh, actually. my God.
1: Yeah. Get to take him home. Yeah. Keep him.
0: Then I did a show. <laughs> yeah, you could have him autograph it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I did a show in Lake Havasu, uh, which was fun. It was a fun. It was like a lot of neck tattoos and older people wow. and guns and Trump supporters, but they were, they were a good crowd. They were a lot of fun. That was cool.
1: I would, I would imagine the more right-leaning conservative people would be better crowds, right? They, they don't get offended as easily. That's
0: true. They don't get know? offended as easily. That's,
1: that's actually true. Yeah, that's probably the best thing, right? What's uh, their downfall.
0: Uh, downfall, sometimes they don't get the jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They all got the jokes, uh, but no, no, it was uh, it was a fun. It depends. I mean, they don't get offended easily, but sometimes like they, they get mad if you make fun of Trump. Um, and right. I try to make fun of Trump. I'll make fun of Hillary. I'll make fun of whoever he's going. On. I, I try to make fun of everybody. Yeah. So as, as long as they make fun of everybody, they're happy. Right. But if you just go up there and just Trump bash for an hour, they're like they're, they're pissed. Yeah. You know. Understandable. Um, um, and then sometimes religion, but not even there. Sometimes they get upset about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, how was your? What's going on
1: with you? I mean everything's been good over here, dude. You know I'm about to end my semester. I'm gonna have the summer off. You know I'm gonna do some some cool stuff, some slick stuff, some neat stuff, and uh, that's it. I'm working on the podcast, uh, no big deal podcast, and the Paranormal Hour. And you know we're, I'm you know becoming an adult, so I gotta do adult shit. I gotta look at these <laughs> podcasts that I'm working on and be like, yo, I can make some serious money if I work hard at it. Yes, so, you, you can. Know, yeah, we gotta talk about that.
0: So also, let's talk about some fights. Yeah, great so, fights. All right. First of all, this, the uh, I felt so bad for Rose Namajunas because she was looking so good. So good. And I was picking... I picked... Everybody I picked, of course, won. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I made no bets. You know, if I would have bet them all, they would have all lost. Right. You know, of course... But this was, I thought, was a pretty easy card to pick. Right. Usually, the Brazil cards are pretty easy easy to pick. But... Or the other... Like, if it's another country, they... Sometimes try to stack it and it goes against them. But uh, I thought that... um, Rose was looking so good. I mean, yeah. she was almost embarrassing Nandraj. Knocking her down. Making her look uh, slow. Mm. It was almost like a complete mismatch.
1: She cut her like the first 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. I mean, she beat her up in the first. Yeah. And like, in fact, and then all of a sudden, that slam, which, and now Rose is talking about retiring. She's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. This isn't fun.
1: Hey, if I got slammed like that, I wouldn't want to do it either. Me neither, dude. Uh, she could have broken her neck. I thought she did break her neck, like, cause she landed like on the back of her head almost, and like the if you see like the close up images and like the high definition images of her like making that impact, it looks nasty, dude. They actually took it off Twitter. Really? If you look up, if you tried to put up like slam, because
0: uh, I watched, I had the show, and then I heard about it, and then I tried to find it, and you could only see like. Pirated copies of it oh, people man. putting it up.
1: You know the UFC posted on their Instagram account like that those shot-for-shot shot Scenes of her getting slammed on oh her really head. you didn't see that no, I was like dude That's that's rough. That's like the champion. And I don't know. I mean props to Andrade. She's a fucking animal But damn, but dude. maybe look Rose is so good at fighting But
0: she obviously has a lot of issues, but also doesn't seem very happy doing it I mean she never seemed like she really yeah. enjoyed this maybe because she was in karate at like three years old, yeah. like black belt at like eight. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I know she dealt with. Uh, you know, she seems like a really cool chick. I mean, she cut her hair because she doesn't want to. Uh, she was a, you know,
1: she was so hot. When I, Wasn't it something with Paige Van Zant? Like Page, like said, if you guys do this or something, then I'll cut my hair, or shave my head, and then she ended up not doing it. She ended up just cutting. it. I hair. don't
0: think it was that. I think it was more like a vanity thing. She just didn't want to be looked at as like with the whole vanity because when you when you saw her after the after the Ultimate Fighter, uh. everybody was talking about how hot Rose was. Uh. Cause it, and I was like, because everyone's like, oh, Felice is the hottest, or this one's the hottest. And everyone's like, dude. And when I saw her with long hair, I'm like, this girl is classically gorgeous. Mm. Look, if you look up Rose long hair, mm. it's a,
1: wow. I mean, she is beautiful. Well, well me but, personally, I think she's... If not equal even more gorgeous with short hair because there's something about it it's like natural beauty of the face you know she's got a
0: really pretty face but, but but I don't know I gotta dude. I gotta say about if it came down to like if I'd rather do a girl rose long hair or short hair I would say yeah. longer hair but yeah. the thing is is that she she's gorgeous and but she just never seems happy doing fighting mm. she just doesn't seem to really and if that's the case maybe she shouldn't do it but mm. she's so good and she was looking so good yeah but andraj has that just
1: strength bulldog strength she's like dude strength for
0: so dude i'm a dude i don't have that strength okay <laughs> no don't give dudes that much credit okay right, cb man. gold's a dude he doesn't have that right. kind of strength uh she has like bear strength yeah. okay let's give i mean like bear in the woods mm-hmm. i mean wow
1: and I'll admit that her little headdress that she wears walking in the cage is fucking badass. Do oh, Andrade? Yeah, you didn't see like her headdress. Oh, because you didn't really watch the no, yeah, fight. No. Like, she wore like this Indian, like oh, well, I guess native to Brazil, like this Indian headdress and it looked very intimidating. She looked like a Mortal Kombat boss or something.
0: But the UFC should put that Onyx song, Slam, do do You ever hear um, that song?
1: Yeah. Um, did you see? <laughs> uh, Rose said that's the last time I let Dana White pick my walkout song. What
0: was the song? Was it was, it was it it like slam? Highway to Hell
1: or something oh. from ACDC, which oh. is a good
0: song, but. I thought it was Slam. That would have been worse if it oh was Onyx. Dude, I remember actually I saw though Onyx was a band in the nineties, before your time. Uh-huh. And they had a song called Slam. Duh, 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 yeah. With the boy. And they were playing in this club near me when I was, I think I was 14 years old. And me and my friend, we like rode our bikes to the club. Uh-huh. It was like a nightclub. And we and we got in. And wow. uh, well, I got in, he didn't. And the whole night I was like, I saw Onyx play, and then I was dancing with some like Hottie, I was like 14, nice. and I was like, "This is great." I remember that song, "This or That," "This or That." You can get with this, or you can get with that. Yeah, it came out by Black Sheep, and then some guy was like, "You can get with this," and pointed to himself, and then pointed to me as a 14-year-old nerdy guy like that. <laughs> I was like, "You're an asshole." But uh, and then I left the club, and my bike got stolen, so my friend had to steal his dad's car, his brother to, to like pick me up. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's my. was this at? What state? New York. It was in Long Island, in an Island Park. Oh my god. Yeah, I had to, and, I, and I lived in Rockville Center, so I had to. Yeah, you know, it was like ten miles away. I wasn't gonna walk, uh-huh. so I had to get picked up by my friend, stealing his parents' car to pick me up. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, that's a good night, dude. It's a good story. Good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that I cried all the way home because my bike was gone. I like love that bike. Then my dad and I went looking for my bike, like as if someone was just gonna have it. He like drove me around town looking for the bike. What would you
1: do if it was like some like you know black dude? I'd be like, I hope you like my bike. And yeah. then I, <laughs> so what are you gonna do, dude? <laughs> I don't know what I'd be like. Uh, how much you want for my bike? Yeah.
0: So then, um, look, Anderson Silva. That was tough, man. I felt so bad. I feel like, look, I'm an Anderson Silva fan. Obviously, who's not? He, mm. He's the greatest of all time, or he's up there. But at this point, it's diminishing returns. Yeah. He's got to stop. Got it. I mean, his his legs can't take it. Yeah. After that Weidman thing, where like his leg was in like the fourth row. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we, we just got to stop, you know, right? right? That was
1: tough, man. But props to Jared Cannonier. Everybody thought that it was like, oh, it's a fluke. He just got injured. But, dude, Cannoneer's leg kicks are insane, dude. They're so powerful. And to see Brazil reacting that way, it was very, very sad. And my heart goes out to Jared. And, you know, Brazil, fuck, dude. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Brazil was uh, having a rough time before
0: Andrade. It was it looked like they were going to get shut out yeah. in the main event. Uh-huh. I mean, they're only winning against other Brazilians mm-hmm. uh, because Aldo also did not look that good at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that other guy is really good. That guy's a 220 pound guy that cuts down to 145. Yeah. That used to play uh, rugby. Rugby. I mean, that's a. I mean, I think Prime Aldo beats that guy. Uh huh. But this is not Prime Aldo anymore. You got out late kicked, right? He got out everything. Yeah. I mean, and people were saying he didn't look that impressive because I guess he didn't knock the guy out. But they're talking about Jose Aldo here. Yeah. And then I like how the announcer was like, the only guy that can beat Aldo is Max Holloway. Uh, I think McGregor knocked him out in eight seconds. Yeah. So you might want to add him onto that list too. Which announcer was it?
1: Somebody, I don't know if it was Cormier or someone. Which it I was mean, Cormier, uh, dominant Cruz, and I don't know if John Anik was there. I'm not sure. It might have
0: but. been Cormier, which is, and Cormier is an amazing announcer, and yes. so is Cruz. But I was like, uh, I want to update that stat, yeah. Because McGregor, like that, kind of brought him to the next level. I yeah. mean, McGregor was great, but everyone was pick- a lot of people were picking Aldo. Yeah,
1: everyone thought, okay, I picked Aldo, yeah. And then when he knocked him out in eight seconds, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, because on paper, Aldo is a better fighter. Just better resume, and you know, was more well rounded, and just yeah. him get knocked out in 13 seconds. It's like fuck,
0: bro. But I don't think Anderson Silva. Look, you made enough money. You're like the the Michael Jordan or Brazil. You're awesome. You got this. You got that. Maybe it's time to just his leg can't take it. Yeah. He can't take kicks anymore. Yeah. It just can't.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Was so. it was this pay-per-view on like only purchasable purchasable on ESPN Plus? Yeah. Did you hear the first one they did did under a hundred thousand buys? But or? I heard a lot of people
0: couldn't order it though. Like it was like really hard to order it. Was it hard to order this one? I was not I'm not sure
1: because I didn't order it. Me I just, I watched
0: it afterwards uh on like uh Twitter like from the UFC I yeah. kinda, and I watched the replays and stuff, but I, I it's hard because you know, to order it after you go on stage, normally I will order it, mm-hmm. but I was drive. I had a six hour drive back, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't do it. Right. You know, um, Wally Alves looked amazing. That, yeah. He looked the best. He's looked, I mean, he, he's the guy that beat Colby Covey, I was there when he beat Colby. Oh, man. That's the one. Little you know spot on Colby's record is Alves, mm-hmm. but Alves lost to Alan Javon. Well, he beat Javon, but I thought Jabon won. But he looked unbeatable in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I always get a little suspicious when these guys fight in Brazil mm-hmm. because I don't know if they test over there. In fact, I think if you fail a test, they give you more stuff. But
1: doesn't Usada do testing of the fighters like separately than the? Yeah, I don't think Usada is
0: running around uh, Brazil though. Uh, live, Fuck, staying bro. in like those, you know. I just don't think it's happening. Fuck. I just don't think that they're uh, what's the what are those towns called in Brazil? The favelas. Yeah, I don't think Osage oh, renting a favela. I like <laughs> it just doesn't seem like these guys are tested over there. Do they there. even have an athletic commission? No, I think I, honestly, I think that like you get fined for not taking steroids over there. Like like if you oh yeah, I think they just like it's just weird. It's really weird. Um, I'll tell you, Betch Cahaya has not evolved. I like Betch Cahaya, but she kind of ruined Ronda Rousey. Because Rousey looked so good knocking her out, uh-huh. she thought she was a striker, right. and then ruined her whole career. Mm. But it's Koheya's fault that Rousey's in WWE now. Mm. Or not even, I think she's off it. She's preg- getting pregnant or something? Yeah,
1: she did like an interview with Megan Olevy talking about getting pregnant. I, don't know. It's, I f- it's so hard for me to watch Ronda Rousey interviews now because ever since she was in the WWE, all of her videos and all of her highlight videos have been so cringy. because yeah. her acting is so bad. I can't tell if she's acting in interviews because she's just like always cringy to me now. Uh, it's tough, know. dude. I don't know. She wasn't very nice to me.
0: She said some really shit. So I was like, um, but I'm a fan of Mrs. Rousey. Like the mom. The yeah. mom I like. Um, Ryan Spann knocking out Big Nog Dude, that was brutal, dude We're going to get him on the podcast this week He'll be on Rockfin Mm. Um, But Big Nog's another guy Look, all these guys should go to Ryzen Because they don't seem to test over there either Mm. It's like And just take whatever you want I mean, all the older guys Big Nog, BJ Penn, Vitor Belfort He's going over there Crow Cop I mean, it's just these guys can't compete anymore with the young guys. Yes, you'll get guys like Glover Teixeira or you'll get guys that will pull it off, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But this looked like a guy, like a world star fight. Yeah. I mean, it just, I was waiting for Chris Tucker to show up and be like, you got knocked the fuck out. I mean, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, what is, uh, yeah, Ryan Spann now gets big nog on his record, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But they were looking for a, a guy that, that, that uh, Noguera could beat. Because they were had it in Brazil. They mm-hmm. wanted No to win in Brazil. What, what weight class was this? Was it two hundred five or heavyweight?
1: I think it was two hundred five. Damn. But Span looked like. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked awesome. But it's good. Like the positive out of this is that we get another like you know guy to look out for in the light heavyweight division. Because for a while this division sucked, and you had uh, what's the dude uh, Johnny Walker. He's like you know everybody wants to see him fight now. He's yeah, she's like. And so, this light heavyweight division is, is slowly sparking up, and now we have Thiago Santos fighting John Jones, and who knows what's, what's going to happen with that fight after that fight happens if Jones wins as he Jones goes, is going to win. You think I th- so? <laughs> I mean, well, now that i said it, it might, ha- might not happen, but
0: I, 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 never th- I, know, think, I think he's going to win. It's um, a very good chance. And then, um, and then, BJ Penn should only have one-round fights, because he looked awesome in the first mm-hmm. round. He actually looked like, I wouldn't say vintage BJ Penn, but... You know a prime B- B.J. Penn runs through a prime Clay Guida, but at this point he's 0-8 in his last eight fights, uh-huh. or maybe 0-7. He has not looked good past the first round. Just give him a five-round
1: fight. He now has uh, um, the longest losing streak in UFC history. Wow. Of seven, I think it's seven losses. Which in a row. I mean,
0: when you saw B. J. Penn knock out or, or stop Kenny Florian back in the day, or stop Diego Sanchez, that that amazing B. J. Penn. Was it was it uh, Florian that he be, he beat he beat be, I know he beat uh, he beat Diego like when when you saw like prime BJ mm-hmm. do that would you have thought like this guy's gonna have the longest like when he knocked out Sean Shirk or stopped him at least and then took his blood and ate it yeah I remember watching that in New York I mean you were like oh my god yeah. I mean, he's eating his opponent's blood. Mm-hmm. I just, it's hard to. Which, pinpoint. by the way, he didn't test the positive for stuff because Shirk was like, a, what happened to Sean Shirk? Every time I think of Baby Shark, I think of Baby Shirk. I kind of want to do a parody, but I don't Duh, know if people he, recognize Sean Shirk at this point.
1: Yeah, um, it's just weird because it's hard to pinpoint what happened to BJ Pink because he com- he's a completely different. He's like a different person now, you know. Is he just old? Is he just doesn't give a fuck about fighting anymore?
0: No, he is... gives a fuck about fighting, but no one in Hawaii is tells him that. Like, listen, man, you don't have it anymore. Which he has it, just not at the UFC level. Yeah. I mean, he could win an LFA title, maybe. I don't even know if he could do that anymore. He just he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. He should he, just do
1: like uh, the Chill Sun in Submission Underground. Stuff. That
0: would be awesome. I yeah. watched that last night. You watched that? No. Jake Ellenberger beat, Di- beat Diego Sanchez. In it. Awesome. I mean, the problem is that. The, almost everyone goes to overtime, uh-huh. and then they start in, a, in an armbar or a rear naked choke, mm-hmm. and whoever escapes the fastest like, wins. That's like the Eddie
1: Bravo rules, right?
0: Yeah, so it, it is like a win, but it's, is it really a win? Uh, like Jake Shields beat Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend. Oh, Vanderfort Van Vanderfoot, uh, yeah. or her husband. And, yeah, How do you beat him? In overtime. okay. And then what's his name? Matt Matreon lost to some like, jiu-jitsu badass, but in overtime. Yeah. So it was a lot of in overtime stuff. Uh, same with what's his name lost uh, Pat Healy lost to Gilbert Melendez in overtime okay so yeah it's, just,
1: it's a way to declare a definite winner so know, it doesn't gotta, become but a but draw but they gotta
0: do something better than that yeah I don't know why it just doesn't seem as exciting
1: yeah by the way I didn't watch it because it was on at the same time as Game of Thrones so oh okay yeah that's there you why. Go.
0: so let's talk about Bellator Yeah. because that was pretty fucking awesome yes um, I got I love Bellator I love yes. UFC I love fighting I'm a I, I, look I'm not complaining, and I don't think it's a competition, who had the better card, because... I was about to
1: ask you, what did you think?
0: <laughs> I liked both of them. I really, There were great parts about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I liked MVP losing, because yeah. I, I, I like MVP as a, a fighter, but I didn't like when he made that Ronda Rousey getting knocked out video. He made right. a video of her getting
1: through the Ronda. He's definitely done some distasteful things in his career, but you know it's for like promotion you know. I get it,
0: but he doesn't have to, have to do that he's he's good enough mm-hmm. he doesn't make fun of another amazing fighters or athletes uh demise mm-hmm. especially ronda it's like she already got knocked out like the, mm-hmm. the ronda dance mm-hmm. i just thought it was kind of weird yeah. but mvp getting knocked out was insane yeah and by the way we're gonna have douglas lima on this podcast in about Uh, Half an hour. So,
1: just so you know, we're gonna talk to Douglas Lima. Dude, that knockout was like—I don't know if you want to talk about the fight right now or do you want to start somewhere? Sure. It's like that was something out of the Matrix, dude. Like he timed that leg kick so perfectly, knocked him on his ass, and then right, dude. He clipped him clean on the jaw, and he just went limp, dude. He was out for like a couple minutes. I want to ask him if like that was something they saw in
0: in, in practice. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look the way, he, look at the, how how he keeps his leg, just kick it out. Because yeah, because he has that
1: same Wonder Boy stance.
0: It seems so stance. obvious to do that, mm-hmm. but yet no one else did that. Yeah, and uh, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I want to talk to so much about that because, and also him saying, "Well, you can't find someone like me to spar with." That's probably true. Mm-hmm. That's he's right, but he got cocky. You know, and you knew it, like when you do something wrong, like him, Roy Jones, Anderson Silva, there are guys out there, Wonderboy, where they get away with so much because of their athletic ability, the fact they're doing it, like Prince Nassim, their hands are down, chin is up, Mm -hmm. but they're so unconventional, and they're doing everything almost like Mechanically, what you're told not to do, and they're mm-hmm. making it work for them, which is awesome, mm-hmm. until it doesn't. Yeah, you know, until like, and is he going to come back from this? Because a lot of guys, like Prince Nassim was killing people. He was just going through everybody, and he was doing it. He looked amazing until he ran into Barrera, and then he never came. He had one fight, and then then he got into a car accident. He was doing like 120 in his Ferrari, oh, fled oh the scene of the accident. Did like major time in jail, prison in England. Now he's like 700 pounds. Never was able to come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Roy Jones, after he got knocked out by Tarver, never was the same fighter. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he he won some big fights, but I mean, after that, he was getting knocked out by Glenn Johnson and this guy and that guy. He never was the same fighter. A lot of guys, I mean, Wonderboy, after he lost to Matt Brown, came back and was better. He was Mm -hmm. better than he was. Mm -hmm. So. MVP I liked the way he handled it. He laughed about it. He said, Oh shit, nice shot. He yeah. said if anyone's gonna hit me, I'm happy it's him. He said, Bring it on, haters. I can't wait to see the memes. Yeah. You guys were all waiting for this. Good so, sport, dude. Good sport. But I want to see if he comes back.
1: Now, is MVP, is is he known for having a chin? Because I feel like I haven't really even seen him take a punch like that. He's, or... never, he's never taken a punch like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you just look at him, he looks like a dude that would, you know, fall to the mat pretty easily because he just has like 0% body fat and like that super narrow skinny head. So, I was just wondering if this is just setting the blueprint on how to, you know, beat MVP with the count. I mean, I don't
0: know. I mean, if he keeps... With the, that wide stance so that you could just kick out from under him, it mm-hmm. seemed like that's a pretty
1: good way to beat him. Yeah, so it's just, does he, is he going to hold up if he goes to the UFC, or what's going to happen? goes to
0: the UFC. I don't know what contract he's under, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, look, the fights where he's won, where he's knocked people out, the, the Dave Rickles fight where he stopped him, and some of the other fights, he's looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But then there were some fights where he looked awful. Even the Paul Daly fight was like, he didn't look good in that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he won, barely. There was a guy, another guy he beat from, uh, what's his name, Jim, the gym over in, uh, in uh, Temecula, which he barely won. He had a couple fights that he, he, he was getting booed and he barely won. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. But Lima was prepared.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, super prepared. I love Lima, dude.
0: I felt bad for Chandler. Oh, Michaels. yeah.
1: What
0: do you think about that? I don't know. When I first saw the stoppage, I didn't think it was a bad stoppage because he didn't really protest it, mm-hmm. and it looked like he didn't know where he was. Mm-hmm. And then when he got it, got his wits about him, he was like, "Oh, I knew where I was." Blah blah. blah. He did get hit in that, that that strange spot, like right behind your ear. The knocks first off punch that knocked him down. And, yeah, and I don't know. I mean,
1: man, I felt I felt bad for him. I mean, I I personally I personally think it was a, a good stoppage, a fine stoppage, only yeah. because. He did get... He dropped... He fell to the ground. And he took three unresponsive shots. He yeah, didn't yeah, respond yeah. to those shots. And right. when you're a referee, you don't want to be known as a guy... You don't want to be known as Mario Yamasaki unless guys, you know, take a right. pounding and lose brain cells. So I understand the stoppage. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the uh, punch to the back of the head. Like, the last punch that knocked him down again. Like, yeah. after the ref already stopped it. That was weird. That was fucked up. I mean, those guys hate Chandler, though. The Pitbull brothers,
0: they do some weird shit in Bellator where they, like, had him out on, like in like seemed like it was in Europe on like a boat and they were interviewing both of them yeah and I mean like what was that it like, was kind of strange huh <laughs> you think yeah like, what what's going on like why do they have to do that
1: uh-huh. like hey they has got a room they have to be on like the Riviera in France doing an interview I appreciate the cinematography um <laughs> it's it's very strange uh i didn't actually hear the audio but i was like i was like cause i was playing video games and watching the fights I and mean, they were showing that i was like what the fuck is happening are these two dudes fighting are they uh, doing a drug deal what the fuck is going it looked on like it was a date or something
0: yeah. it was like a bad dating show yeah it looked like it was like on like blind date where those things used to pop up and they were like not you know like the, the like the, whoever writes those things the bubbles would pop up yeah yeah,
1: yeah i know what you're talking about there's uh, yeah and then Jack Yeager fought, uh, Okay, let's talk about that Your joke was hilarious
0: Oh, yeah Well, it looked like uh, Post Malone, first of all Yeah,
1: you're spot on People say it looked like Jack Black But you said Post Malone I was going to put Jack Black, yeah. actually
0: My first thought was It looked like Jack Black versus. But the problem that I didn't want to do it Was Jack Swagger versus Jack Black There were too many Jacks in the sentence Yeah And like, one of the rules of comedy Is don't repeat the word in the same sentence More than once So I was going to put Jack Black And then I was like And then I asked my buddy And he's like, Post Malone I was like, ah uh, but I'm happy because it got like, you know, a thousand likes. Yeah. But I think Jack Black would have been, was my initial choice. But Post I mean, Malone
1: is more, you know, current. current. Yeah. But
0: then everyone's just, to, to, to Jack Black under it. I'm like, fuck, I should have just trusted my instinct. Because I think Jack Black might have done better. But regardless, look, Bellator, if you're going to give these like, what they're called squash matches.
1: This is his second squash match in a row, right? Yeah,
0: and you're going to do that.
1: Same submission. You've got to get
0: a guy who at least looks the part. Yeah. I mean, it looked like they were, like someone said when they were, you know, putting in the picture, like it was like one of those CB Gold fan photos where you wait online and then you take a picture with the guy uh-huh. and like you make a fist and he does too. It looked like that guy was waited online for three hours. Yeah. To take a picture. And they said he lost 60 pounds. Like oh I can't. Oh my God. So he was even like fatter and more out of shape when they signed it. I mean, he was nine and one as an amateur. Who are the nine guys that guy beat? I thought he was one and one. He said nine as, a pro, as an amateur. Nine and one. Okay. So I mean, at what Denny's did, did, this, did
1: These fights take
0: place. Like? <laughs> uh, it was it was so much wrong. I liked the
1: guy. Were you secretly rooting for him? Though? I was, yeah, was. I think everybody was. He was
0: dude. dancing in the back, and he came out to uh, the old time road song. Uh, okay, uh, uh, little Nas. And, yeah, uh, yeah, little Nas X. Uh, I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And the other guys, we, we the people, but they gotta get if they're gonna get a, a bum. Like, even the guy that Greg Hardy fought looked like he was a fighter. Yeah. Didn't act like a fighter when he's in there, but at least looked like it. Mm-hmm. You didn't know before the fight that this was going to be a complete mismatch. I mean, that fight, you saw when the guy had his clothes on, you were like, this shouldn't happen. Yeah. With the clothes off, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Damn, it, dude. it really was like, they just like, were like took, took like a raffle. And they go, and now fighting! And then just, like, sitting in someone's seat. They're like, you, sitting in 34D, eh, come on down! It it, it seemed like it was the Price is Right of Fighting.
1: Now, this is interesting when you look at this and see the contrast between UFC and Bellator, because Dana White came out after the uh, Greg Hardy fight, his most recent fight, and said, you know, the UFC, we don't don't give fighters fights to win. We don't hand people fighters. And then it's like, it seems so obvious that they're handing a... Uh, what's his name? Jack Yeager. These like bums just to. Well,
0: repart. you can't. But it, well, the thing about the UFC is like you get twelve thousand. I think is the minimum to fight. I think sometimes it's ridiculous. Sometimes it's twelve and twelve to win. Right? Ridiculous. Bellator they'll give people a thousand bucks though. I mean, some guys on the undercard are a thousand bucks. Yeah. Some guys on the undercard are zero and one. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. You know. You know, Mike Jackson was 0 and 1 when they, when they signed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he was 1 and 1. Maybe Mike Jackson, the, uh, the guy who, who beats who beat CM Punk. Yep. I mean, that was probably the worst record or the least amount of fights where they signed somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is when you bring in these guys that are, don't earn it, like a Jack Reacher or a CM Punk, and you, you want to build, you want to get your money's worth. When you sign, even a Greg Hardy, they're getting big contracts in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When somebody gets a big contract for something other than fighting, there's a problem mm-hmm. because then you got to find someone they can beat or that's competitive. Mm-hmm. I, I, and then you're bringing in, when that happens, you're bringing in TJ, whoever the fuck uh, that guy is. TJ Maxx or whatever what, what, what that TJ guy TJ Maxx. <laughs> what, what was that guy's name? For Who? Uh, the guy that Jack... Jack Yeager fought? Yeah. I don't fucking know. It was just, I don't know. It was like CJ something. Yeah. It was like, it was, I mean, that's what, that's what happens. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it looked like he just went to the local yeah. Cracker Barrel. And he said, Who wants to fight this guy? And uh-huh. he re-
1: it was terrible. But also, did you see Jack Yeager held the submission for like five minutes? Yeah, and then he, and, and he, and then he was like,
0: I'm, t- Until the ref takes me off, I'm going to hold it.
1: Like, Bro. Like, no. You're losing a lot of fans that <laughs> way, dude. Yeah,
0: but exactly.
1: And the thing is, he's, like, he's almost a likable character like on social media and everything because he's, he's pretty funny. But when yeah. you do shit like that, it's just like, come on. Then he said he had a phober. Uh No, uh,
0: a phoner, a fight boner. Right. Uh, like and then Ben Askren was like, I never got aroused by. He was, I have a boner. It sounded like he said, I have a boner. Uh-huh. And then he said, but he said I had a phoner, a fight boner. Which is, why do you have a, f- a boner uh-huh. fighting that guy? I mean, maybe you were into like bigger women in college or yeah. something, but yeah, and you, you hooked up with girls that look like
1: Rosie. But well, what is that? Well, uh, speaking of uh, funky, uh, Ben Askren, did you see his wrestling match uh-huh. against
0: Jordan Burroughs? Yeah, that was rough. Damn, that was. That dude. was but Jordan Burroughs, look, Askren is. Not to make excuses, but he is way past his prime in wrestling. He's fighting a guy who's in his prime. That was not even—it was freestyle as, as as opposed to to uh, folk style, which was not even. Uh, um, What's the difference? Uh, it uh, it's, it is it is a different. Um, the the difference is. Um, uh, freestyle and folk style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's different. Like freestyle wrestling, um, you get points every time a guy's back hits the mat versus like, you don't have to hold him there. Okay, you don't so you could just like, lace the guy up and just roll them around and you're collecting points. Um, so that's, that's one of the difference. So, and then also like, it's just different the way that they like start and like stop. And like you're basically, your point is to like just turn him over on his back versus like wrestling the folk style. Asker was never a great freestyle wrestler. I mean, he made the Olympics. So, I mean, he was great, but he, yeah. ne- he never w- placed in the Olympics. Jordan Burroughs won the Olympics. Yeah. And like he was a world champion. Askren was never a world champion. He was one of the best collegiate wrestlers,
1: but he's also way. Past, he's also like 37, 38. He's that old. I think he's. I mean, I mean, his body. Yeah, I could. I can. Yeah. I, I think see he's that. around
0: there. He hasn't trained competitive wrestling in a long time. You know, Burroughs never stopped. I just uh, have never seen
1: Askren, um look that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not that he looked bad. He just look who he's going against. He's the best, literally the best wrestler in the world. That we yeah. know of.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I know you're good friends with Askren, so I wanna ask you, you know, legitimately, does he actually train for anything?
0: Uh yes. <laughs> he, tra- he trains for wrestling. Uh, and he does jujitsu.
1: But he, I don't think, I don't think he does trains really striking that much. Because let's be honest, he can he can get shredded so easily and so fast because he probably has what forty percent body fat right now. He could probably make one forty-five. He has at least fifty. Uh, he,
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks like he doesn't train or doesn't care to. Like, I like Askren. I thought that the Burroughs was going to be more competitive. I did, but I don't. I would like to see them fight folk style, but at this point, it's like. Man, Burroughs, this is so powerful, and that mm-hmm. double leg is so great. But it's, this is like a guy way past his prime. I yeah. mean, which is also kind of weird because you're like, he's way past his prime in wrestling, but not in MMA. In mm-hmm. MMA, I think he's past his prime a little bit in MMA, but that's still, Askren passes his prime is still good enough to beat almost everybody in yeah. the division. I'm, I'm curious to see the Masvidal
1: fight. Me too, dude. When is that? It's uh, July 4th weekend. Is it the Jones card? Yes. Oh. Fuck, dude, that's going to be a good card. Yeah. Now, Jordan Burroughs has been talking about doing MMA. Yeah. But I think he wants a lot of money to fight, right? Which is stupid. Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, well, look, I mean, it's not stupid. He, it's, he knows his value. And I think that uh, a good promotion that wants to make a name for themselves would give him that, I think. hmm but the problem is, like, who do you put him up against? Do you put him up against CJ, whatever the hell his name is, a guy like that, and he just goes out and murders a guy? Uh-huh. Or do you make it competitive? And if you make it competitive, you put up a guy, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's hard. I mean, yeah. there are promotions that I would do, that like Ryzen or 1FC or even like a Brave, like when they have that Middle Eastern money. Mm. They would do it. Maybe a Burroughs versus Bubba Jenkins. I mean, Jenkins beat him in college. Or, Are you serious? Yeah, in, wow, in, re- in wrestling. Dude. Maybe not in college. He beat him, yeah. Jenkins beat Burroughs Damn. in wrestling back in the day.
1: Shout out to Bubba. Uh,
0: yeah, Bubba beat almost every world. Uh, he beat and Arrow in wrestling. He beat, uh, he beat um, Dave Taylor, pinned Dave Taylor, who's like another, I think, I think he's a gold medalist or some kind of a world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubba was insane. Um, so you do like a Bubba Jenkins versus Jordan Burroughs in, in a fight? Uh huh. That'd be awesome. What organization is uh, Bubba with now? Brave. Brave. And they have the money. I mean, they have Middle Eastern money. That's, oh that's, shit, that's, bro. that's next level money.
1: That is. And what weight class would Jordan Burroughs fight at? Because he doesn't look that big. He looks jacked, but not like big. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Dude, whoever it is, put together that fight. Imagine signing a contract to fight Jordan Burroughs, Dude, I'd be scared, bro. Cause... I think Bubba would beat him. Well, I'm talking
0: about me. Right now? Yeah. I think Bubba would beat him. I mean, Bubba has more weapons.
1: Uh, that is a good fight. Burroughs is a
0: better wrestler right now.
1: Well, speaking of friends of the podcast getting fights, our boy Vince. Yes. Finally, dude. Yes. Finally. He's on the Minnesota card. Really? Minnesota? Yes. Which, June 29th. Who's highlighting it. that? I think it's
0: a, uh, fuck. Uh, it's a good card. I believe it's. June 29th, so next month? I believe it's Woodley Lawler. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think he's on that card.
1: Dude, good for you, Vince. We got your back, dog. We're going to get some wean dog shout-outs. Yes. Yeah, some MMA roasted shout-outs.
0: So also, by the way, you know who is looking really good in Bellator? is AJ McKee.
1: Yeah. That kid. Undefeated.
0: Undefeated. They should put way more promotion into that kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, he he beat Pat Curran. Pat Curran is a great fighter. Mm -hmm. Great fighter. Yeah, a little past his prime, but still... Awesome, mm-hmm. AJ beat him, made it look pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, he had taken out once, but there's no damage. I would even give him that round. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to him. Looked and uh, and then we're also this week gonna have Twang, uh, Tuan Tawan Clayton on the phone. Tawan Clayton, how do you say Tawan Claxton I don't know who that is. He's a guy in Bellator undefeated. He he was knocking everyone out with like flying knees, like six seconds in, cool. and he beat some other guy that was like he was beating this guy's ass so bad, and then looked at Set and was like, what up, Fiddy? During the fight. Yeah, oh Tawan Clatton. That's Tawon awesome. Dude. Yeah, he's an awesome wrestler, B- black dude, just a badass guy. It was at Jessica Eyes' gym, and then, he, then he, I think he, she went to Vegas, and I don't know, there's different gyms now. But mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, shout out to Tyler Diamond.
1: Yeah, he won an LFA
0: dude. fight. Uh, fought a tough guy. This guy, Neil, undefeated guy, who was, Tyler took him down, and the guy started yawning. What? Like, yeah, he was looking at the camera and did like a fake oh, yawn. Oh, like
1: legitimately tired. No, like
0: fake yawn. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but the guy was good. And Tyler was hurt. It was a great fight. If you want to watch a good fight, watch Tyler Diamond versus Neil. Uh, John Neal. But someone said like Neil Diamond. Ha, oh, ha, I made that joke. Oh, uh, real original, dude. No, no that was, pretty, it was actually kind of funny. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm ugly. Right, I know. She, she didn't like that joke. All right. Um, and then Josh Berkman fought. And uh, during he lost his fight, he retired, but dropped his mouthpiece, picked it up in the middle of the fight, and put it back in his mouth while the guy was trying to hit him. So Whoa. he was like picking up mouthpieces while dodging punches.
1: Damn, dude! Yeah, it was that's pretty. pretty uh, that's pretty badass. It was
0: pretty badass. Um, protect and protect teeth. And I gotta tell you, the LF, uh, PFL. You watch that? No. That was on Thursday. I just nothing with fights this week. Kayla Harrison. Fight. Kayla Harrison won. She fought a good girl who actually had her back in the fight. The girl, the girl, only was, was like eleven and two. Only two losses were like UFC stars, and it was a last-minute opponent change. Mm-hmm. And Kayla made it look easy. Mm-hmm. She was, that was the only time she's in trouble. She's a monster. A mo- I mean, she won one round 30-25. One on one card thirty twenty-five. Wow. Yeah, she's gonna be. Uh, she, she's she's. Is this she's, Tony Martin's girlfriend? Yes, okay. Rocco. He goes by Rocco now.
1: Oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Rocco. When,
0: when, when I actually met Kayla, I was like, <laughs> dude, when you, you you're probably gonna win a, m- a million bucks. She goes, probably. I didn't want to say you're gonna win a million dollars because I don't want to jinx her, mm. or like I don't want to make it seem, you know. But she got mad at me. Like she's like she actually got mad. And then I tried to pay for her and Rocco to come in, and they refused to let me pay. To come into my comedy. They're like, no, we support you.
1: Oh, that's D- cool. You're
0: class acts. That's awesome. I, I, Kayla Harrison, and if you don't know Kayla's story, she was a two time gold medalist judoka uh, and only person ever from America to ever win the gold, did it twice, mm. and then was molested by her coach, who's now in jail. And she took all kinds of sexual abuse from her coach. And now she goes around the, the world talking about being a survivor, dealing with it. And he wrote a book about it. Wow. And she's a really strong... That's awesome. Beautiful, sweet, kind, awesome person. Well, then she deserves so all of that
1: money, dude. Nothing, By the way, how much of that money do you think they actually get?
0: All of it. Really? 100%? It gets broken up to like... It's a, like if you win it, you it, it's like all your fights combined is a million dollars. Uh huh. So it's like four fights to win a million dollars or something. So you're like yeah, you're but, but you get the million. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the million. That's cool, dude. No dude. taxes are taken out
1: of it or anything. I'm sure they pay taxes.
0: Okay. I, I, you know, they live in America. So they're, not, they're, not, they're not Trump. Yeah. Um. So Magomed Magomed Karimov. Let me guess. He won. He won. <laughs> <laughs> he beat John Howard, who who has autism. And it was this. I mean, it's not funny, but they're like. You know, the way that they said it, like, I love Randy Couture, but he's like, yeah, he recently found out he had autism.
1: Like, he recently <laughs> found out he had autism. It's like, guys, I've got to break it to you, but I'm, uh, I have autism. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, that made a lot of
0: They're like, well, he they clarified it. It made a lot more sense, like, why certain things he did struggle in school and this and that. But, uh, uh, and then Ray Cooper beat up his cousin. He fought his cousin, wow. Zane Kamaka. And he looked like he was fighting his cousin. Really? Like, I never saw Ray Cooper angrier than when he fought. It. He was upset because his cousin entered the tournament. He thought it was disrespectful to, admit, to go into his weight class. Oh, shit.
1: And, but it was a second cousin. But, like,
0: it, it, the, the whole family was divided.
1: I always find it so strange when, like, relatives or close friends fight in the same weight class. Like, uh, for example, who was it? Oh, yeah, um, Valentina Shevchenko. Her sister is, like, in the same weight class as her, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Antonina. She just got wrecked by Roxanne, though. Oh, who?
0: Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Though.
1: What else do we have coming up this week? There's no uh, fights this week, right? Yeah,
0: Hell oh, yeah, there is. On the UFC. First of all, this May 17th, Aoki is fighting
1: on 1FC, and so is Sage Northcutt. Oh, shit. You know what? It's so crazy. This, the Northcutt family is so strange and creepy to me. I just found out Sage has a brother who looks exactly like him, and he was even more jacked than he is. Is he a fighter also? He trains at uh, Team Alpha Male, no. yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't think he has any, like... Pro fights maybe, but he trains with them, so we'll probably see him.
0: So one FC is May seventeenth, which I believe is Friday. Okay. Um, and then uh, that's Northcut's on the card, and so well, it's Christian Lee versus uh, Shinya Aoki, uh-huh. who had a tough time in the UFC, but he's he's uh, and then Northcutt's fighting Cosmo Alexander. I don't know much about that guy, but uh, also on the prelims, Gary Tonin's on
1: it. Really? Yeah. Is he's he fighting looking- some Asian dude.
0: Yeah, but he's fighting someone good. Uh, I mean, he's only like th- three and zero or something. Yeah. But he's fighting uh, Yoshiki Nakahara. Okay. He's thirteen and four. He's four and zero Conan. But that, that's a good fight. Yeah. Uh, and that guy, the guy he's fighting is thirteen and four. So he's got seventeen fights. Experience. Yeah, yeah. And then in KSW, um, Scott Ashkamp, who's a good fighter, a really good fighter, is fighting is fighting Michael Materia. I don't know who that is, but also on the card Norman Park been on the podcast before uh, who came to my show hilarious dude um, who's like he's good he's really good Norman Park he's on that card Tiago Silva's on the card Tiago Silva's the guy oh. who like went nuts at whatever and like he, back in the like, had like a standoff with police but uh, Silva was a great fighter I mean, he's a great fighter at one point oh my god by so, the way this
1: is the first time Violet has ever smiled at me directly so I feel very happy right now
0: but this Saturday night Kevin Lee versus RDA. That's this Saturday? Yep. Woo! Thank
1: God, dude. I thought there was no fights this weekend.
0: Kevin Lee, I got him. Uh, Neil Magny versus Vicente Luque. I don't know who that is.
1: Vicente Luque. I've heard
0: of him before. Yeah,
1: he's good. Uh,
0: I think he'll beat Neil Magny, even though I don't really know much about him. I think Magny's just...
1: He just doesn't look good. By the way, can we light a candle for RDA? Because the UFC is not doing him any favors by giving him all these dominant wrestlers. And we know that's like his primary weakness. I mean, right? did Neil Magny's last
0: fight... Uh, should have been stopped way earlier he was taking a pounding against uh wasn't he fighting somebody that was like a fucking new magni i'm talking yeah. about
1: rda Rafael. no
0: magni i'm saying um wasn't he fighting somebody that was like they like stop this fight stop this fight
1: that was a, uh, i think yeah, it sounds very familiar my memory is very bad
0: uh also sahara eubanks versus aspen lad that's a fight i'm looking
1: forward to watching aspen yeah. lad
0: beat tanya avenger and in like two was, seconds, It running through everybody. And Sahara Eubanks is good, yeah. She, I hope she, she makes weight into this fight. Yeah, I was about to say,
1: she has a lot of trouble with that, but at 135,
0: area. I think she'll make it. Also, Ian Heinlich, who's the guy that came on the podcast yeah. that like
1: the whole story, yeah, he'll arrested look. and this and that, cocaine in his ass, yeah.
0: He's fighting uh, Shoeface. Oh,
1: fuck <laughs> what Shoeface is good, yeah. So, I think he can be champion. Was so, that 170?
0: So it's Coke ass versus shoe Face Oh, my God. Uh, it's Coke stomach hilarious. versus Shoe face. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, Nick Lentz is fighting Charles Oliveira. That's a good fight. Okay. Uh, I hope Lentz that wins. That is a good fight. Um, and then that's, that's, that's the main card. Megan Anderson is take, fighting Felicia Spencer. I don't know much about Felicia Spencer, but she's 6-0. Oh. Okay. I like Megan a lot. I do, too. She's a cool chick. She's Grant hot. Grant Dawson, my friend, who has complete ADHD. Love that guy. I uh, came to see my fight in uh, Missouri, got tested positive, but like something that, that got, got overturned. He didn't know what he put in his body. He's fighting Mike Trezano, who's undefeated. Should be a good fight. Desmond Green, uh, who I like, the Predator, yep. fighting Charles Jourdain. Patrick Cummings versus Ed Herman. Not sure <laughs> what's going on here, but, so, pa- but these guys need wins. Both of them, need a- Cummings yep. needs a win.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: Zach Cummings is my boy. Taking on Trevin Giles, who's 10 and 0. They never give Zach Cummings an easy fight. Nope. And he's got like this dad bod, tasty you know dude. You know he's going to get cut in the first... Stu- he's going to get cut walking to the fight. But I love him. Yeah. And Julio Arce is taking on Julian Arosa. So, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, that is a good fight card, dude. Yeah, I love this I'm card. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this card. Um, By the way, uh, do we talk about Tony versus Cowboy? We did not talk about that dude.
1: fight. I just hope...
0: I hope Tony's okay,
1: man. I did too, but I hope Cowboy wins that fight. Honestly, I like both of them. I, I love I love Tony Ferguson and I love Cowboy, but Cowboy is just you see that fire. You to- see the Tony fire just right like texts
0: me like randomly out of nowhere. Really? really?
1: He'll be like, "Dude, we got to do something together,"
0: and then I'll never hear back from him. And then he'll be like, he'll send me these pictures of like his new gym, or, like just randomly, at, like three in the morning. And dude, like,
1: <laughs> get him in the podcast, dude. I'd love to meet Tony Ferguson. I will Let's I talk will. about aliens and shit. I- yeah, that's exactly what. Exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Another fight: Nick Diaz versus Pettis got announced. Nate Diaz. Yeah, Pettis, Nate Andy Pettis. So, I
1: mean, <clears throat> I'm not too crazy about this fight. I'm sure it's gonna be a good fight. It's just why? I wanted to see Nate fight like one of the top like few dudes in the 155. You know what I'm saying? Pettis is
0: really. Pettis is one of the best guys.
1: I thought is it gonna be at 170 because I know Pettis just moved up to 170.
0: I don't know. It's a good fight. It's yeah, good. come on. It is a good I, fight. I'm more excited about the Ferguson Cowboy fight, but that's a good fight. Dude. Yeah, I can't it is. Wait. Any, first of all, just the the stare down alone. Mm-hmm. The Nate Diaz. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I am excited for it. I just I had my hopes so high for like Nate versus Dustin or Nate versus Khabib. It's like God damn it! But this is I'm sure yeah it's going to be a good fight. No no doubt about that. Mm. No big deal. So uh, yeah, anyway, well that's our card.
0: That's what we're talking about. Uh, That's that's it. That's Uh, it, dude. Actually, no. All right. Well, let's talk to a guy who just beat MVP. Yeah, Douglas motherfucking Lima. Lima. Douglas Lima. What's up? How's it going? Douglas Lima. How are (laughs) you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man?
2: I'm good, man. You know. Very good.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm so excited for you, man. That was amazing, dude. Did that fight go exactly how you thought it was going to go?
2: Uh, you know, yeah. We, uh, I was looking for the knockout. You know, that's uh, uh, that's the way fans enjoy the fights. And, uh, you know, for the style of the fights that we bring, you know, I was very satisfied with the finish, for sure. Now, how hurt were you? I was dazed, man. I was very hurt. You know, not very, very, I mean, I came back quick, you know, I mean, a couple of seconds, but man, that punch really landed flush on the forehead, you know, so uh, I was able to recompose right away, you know, uh, he felt very comfortable after, and, you know, that's when we caught him, caught him catching in, so it was good.
0: Now, when you you were looking at tape of him and and studying him, did you realize how close and how open that leg was going to be for you to check it?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I knew the leg kicks was gonna be there, but I also knew he was he was gonna be good at countering and moving out of the way. You know, he's very he's a guy that's very hard to hit. You know, from the style that he brings. You know, that wide stance. Um, if I hit him, I know I was gonna hurt him. You know, no matter what. No. But he- you know, it's just uh, about finding finding the, the the finding the timing for it.
0: Now, he said um, that there's nobody that you could bring in to emulate him. And I kind of yep. thought he was maybe right, except for maybe like Wonderboy or something. Was it hard to find somebody mm-hmm. that,
2: like, do his style? Well, honestly, I wasn't really worried about it. You know, I know, man, I can't, you know, I can't find a guy that fights like him. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's unique. He's got his own style. You know, we kind of mimic him. You know, I believe my training partners, you know, my gym, you know, my team, we got We got. You know, we got people to imitate anybody, you know, so we didn't bring anybody special for that as far as sparring partners and stuff. I just stayed with my partners, you know, my brother, you know, the training partners that I have here. So we just worked around it, you
0: know. No, dude, I was so happy for you, man, because, uh, (laughs) you know, like they were saying that you don't get the respect you deserve. And I I, I think they're right. You know, it seems like you're one of these guys that like the the hardcore fans know and love you. And they all thought, oh, this is going to be a tough fight. But most people were all about Mm -hmm. MVP.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, man, being on the sport for like more than a decade already, you know, got fifty, you know, over fifty fights already. And I really think I don't I don't get the credit, you know, that I deserve. So You don't, man. But you know, listen. after <laughs> but after this fight, I feel like everything is starting to change you know? you know, I've got a bunch of messages, you know. People really enjoy that fight, you know, that knockout, that finish. So it's kind <laughs> Oh, it'll be a lot better for
0: now. Well, MVP is also very arrogant, very cocky. I remember when Ronda Rousey got knocked out, he made a video making fun of her, doing a dance. You know, he mm. kinda, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people were happy to see him. But I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see if he can come back.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's his style, you know. But, uh yeah, at least towards me, he never showed any disrespect, you know what I mean? So for that, I can't say anything about him. You know, uh, you know of course, it happened before against other guys, other opponents. But, you know, towards that, I can't say anything. But definitely a lot of people were happy <laughs> to yeah. see him lose the way he did, though, you know?
0: Totally. No, it was crazy. I mean, I didn't even know how good his chin was because he'd never been touched. You're the first guy to ever yep. actually punch him.
2: Yep, that's true. And I said that before, man. He's a hard guy to hit. Nobody really hit him before. and uh, But, man, those three points is close, really At least, uh, especially the last two, uh, it connected really clean. I don't think anybody would have stand after that, you know. But, uh, you know, hitting him standing, especially with the hands, is very difficult because he moves very fast. and moves out of the way very fast. But I knew the kicks was going to be the way stop him, you need to slow him down. I knew he was going to be the kicks.
0: Now, when you first moved here, um, in Brazil, you moved from Brazil to the to the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. to at- Atlanta, right? Yes, sir, to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Did you get picked on a lot, or did you like know the language? Was it hard for you to uh, adjust? Uh,
2: yeah, it was definitely hard at the beginning, the man. When I moved here, it was back in two thousand. I was eleven or twelve years old, you know. So uh, we picked it up pretty quick. I you know, went to middle school, high school, you know, so uh, in about a year and a half, we were able to pick up the language. You know, of course, the accent's still there. When I was 20 years later I still have this, this strong accent. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm, able to, I'm able to get around, you know. It's hard in the beginning, for sure, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, everything changes. We adapt, you know, to, the, to Atlanta, to the lifestyle, so everything was really, you know, starting to get a lot easier, for sure. Now,
0: was it hard because the women are so much hotter in Brazil? To have to go
2: from, <laughs> I because mean, that's kind of itself, right? You came here, but you came You know what That's <laughs> funny. I mean, I mean, it would,
0: I mean, uh, good girls in Atlanta are pretty too, but Brazil. I mean, I would, I would, I would hate my parents if they took me from Brazil, just based on the, yeah. just on the hot chicks Do alone. Uh,
2: yeah, there's a lot of girls communities. You go there, you might not come back.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I am not I'm not I have I have I have a wife but I, I like threaten her. I'm like I'm going to Brazil. I'm not going back. <laughs> I get yeah,
2: you're good. Then you gotta I mean? See, why I got me a Brazil right you know. Stay in the same <laughs>
0: uh, absolutely. Yeah. Now did you do any when you came out here, did you already have a jiu jitsu background or a kickboxing background or a Muay Thai?
2: No, I never trained anything in Brazil, you know. I've always wanted to do Capoeira, you know, when I was a little kid. I had never had the opportunity so couldn't do it. When I, man, I started training I think I was thirteen years old. That's when I did my first jiu jitsu kickboxing class and I fell in love with it from the first class. You know, that was pretty good. So yeah, all all in America We never trained this year before you know, before started fighting. Did you and your brother fight a lot? Uh yeah, as a kid of course <laughs> Uh the there was a fight in between us. and of course I was the oldest, you know, and mm, he was doing the one that we started the fight. But, oh. uh, yeah, we did fight a little bit as a kid. But, uh, your brother you think been I, yeah, I, I, I love watching your brother
0: fight, but he's got to he's got to hold his hands up higher. He lets his <laughs> guys punch in the face too much. <laughs> hold, he's got to hold his hand higher? Yeah, he's always getting punched in the face. I mean, he's tough as uh, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming along, though. You see those last two fights, you know, I got to you you know,
2: his last year he was injured.
0: You know,
2: catch the season. You
0: know, everything is coming along good. Yeah, no, he is. He's good. Much. I mean, he's he's awesome. Your brother's always been good, but I think that. Yeah, uh, man. I think he's starting to embrace the big moment. I feel like the big moment used to get to him, and now he's yeah. like, uh, and now it's not getting to him anymore.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, you know, I don't know. Everybody gets scared. You know, all those sponsors that he got caught before, shoes pretty hard too, but. But it's coming along, man. He's, he's getting very more, like, comfortable, you know, inside the cage, you know, not letting the nerves, the big show get to him, like you said. And uh, he's still got a lot to show, man. That kid is a beast, you yeah. know, yeah. And he fights good. Yeah, no, I, know, I like so him a lot. He's a nice guy. I hope you guys
0: are super, super nice. Um, now, <laughs> you guys, uh, your first loss was to Matt Brown. Matt Brown, had, yep. <laughs> he had no idea that he was fighting you. He said he never would have taken <laughs> the fight had they known it was, it was against you. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. For him, was it was in Atlanta. It was my first loss. It was here in Atlanta. Shoot, I think I was 18 years old. And he told me about this guy, this cool man. You know, shoot, first loss, man. I got tired, tired, tired of fighting him. Definitely a good experience, though. But you know, good thing. You know, it turned out. You know, he was an yeah. incredible fighter. And later on, made it to the UFC. Had some awesome wins, and you know. <laughs> at least it was against a really tough guy, you
0: know? No, I mean, well, look, I mean, you like, you, you bounce back hard. I mean, you, you were up you're up against Matt Brown, but you, you came back super, uh, I mean, look look at you. A lot of guys would have just folded. Mm-hmm. Then when when you finally got to Bellator, they put you up against Steve Carl and Ben Sanders. I mean, and then Ben Askren. They just yep. threw
2: you the wolves. The Those are some <laughs> tough guys. Yep, yep. I mean, I went straight to the tournament, you know, the first, my first fight in Bellator was the first tournament. So all tough guys. It was him, Chris Lozano, and the Ben Sanders. And, you know, Aspen was the champion at the time. So after the tournament, I had to fight him. So it was a tough, guy, tough fight, tough fights, you know, makes you stronger. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it was a good experience there, you know, with those tournaments. It was fun, man.
0: Now, how do you think Aspen's going to do against Masvidal? Uh,
2: man, is just a tough guy, man. He always finds a way, you know, to get into people's his leg and get him down uh, interesting to see him. Very interesting, you know, looking forward to that fight. I know Mazidal is how his game, you know, he's he's a good wrestler defensively as well. But let's see how he's gonna do, it. you know, with Asclin's pressure. You know, uh, you know, if he's able to stop those shots, man, he's got it. Masvidal's got it, but very looking forward, you know, to this fight for sure. You know.
0: Now have you ever not liked cause you you're like a really nice guy, very respectful guy. Have you always liked all your opponents, even like a Paul Daly?
2: (laughs) Man, honestly, Daly was the only guy that I had, you know, a little bit of dislike towards, uh, you know, leading up to the fight. You know, all of the interviews, all the smack talk. One thing that really pissed me off was when I uh, I was injured. You know, I had a knee surgery, and he told me that I, I did that to avoid him. You know, and, man, that really got to my nerves, man. That that really threw me off, you know. But other than that, nah, not really. Man, everybody seems to respect me as well. Not a bunch of people talk smack to me, you know. So, yeah, I think Daily was the one that I the one that I can't remember the one that I dislike the most, you know, leading up to the fight was Daily. <laughs> yeah,
0: he seems to do that to a lot of people. Um, it was I was actually pretty impressed by MVP because after you knocked him out, he woke up. You could tell he didn't know where he was. But then he started kind of yeah. laughing about it. Like he said to you, like you got me, you got me. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty cool of him. I gained a lot of respect for him.
2: Yeah, no, man. Like, sure. Leading up to the fight, the whole time, ever since I moved MVP, he always showed me a lot of respect. And uh, we were like that with each other. You know, mutual respect on both sides. and You know, I knew it. I knew he was going to be like that. I, I, I knew he wasn't going to talk smack and stuff like that because he always showed me the. The respect you know ever since the beginning
0: No, I have a lot of friends that fought Rory McDonald like uh, Jake Ellenberger fought him and Tyron Woodley they just mm-hmm. say, something, say something about him it's just really awkward he got he like he makes good fighters look bad by doing things that other people in the gym don't do was that your experience yep. fighting him
2: too um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one thing that stood out to me against him is his toughness. Man, he is so tough. Like, that injury that he had on his leg, you know, throughout the fight, man, most people would have quit, you know, after three rounds, you know. He was, like, for him to come back on that fifth, man, with that pain and still fought, you know, still got me down on that fifth round and fought, you know, that that to me shows the kind of heart that he has, you know what I mean? durable just a really tough guy. That's the only thing that I got to say about him. He was his legit for
0: sure. No, but he does seem a little bit like a serial killer. He has that like, (laughs) like, have you ever watched Dexter? uh, The show Dexter? He has this like Dexter thing where he he might murder people (laughs) in his free time. Um, (laughs) And and during his last fight, he was saying that God was talking to him during the fight and Mm -hmm. maybe he shouldn't be doing this. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. And, I don't, I don't know, I think maybe uh, John Fitch may have got him pregnant or something during the fight. But do you, do you, do you think he's... That's true. But do you, th- do you think that there's something like maybe he shouldn't be fighting? Maybe that there's something, maybe he just... I mean, he took a lot of damage in those Robbie Lawler fights. And maybe he just... Yeah. Is something about him maybe you're like, uh, maybe this guy really isn't mentally right for this right now?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, he's... Yeah. Definitely. Like a serial killer was definitely a job that he was doing backfighting. <laughs> <by> fighting. <laughs> that's, of course, that's the look that he had before. But he has definitely changed, man. You know, a lot of change in him, especially after what You know, a change of heart for sure happened with him. And uh, let's see, man. If he really thinks like that, I, I don't think you can't fight thinking like that. You know? yeah. I think he's got to make up his mind. And if it's time to hang the gloves up, it's time. You know, what I mean, you gotta go into a fight. You know, against a guy who's trained to hurt you, all this time, you can't go into a fight thinking like that. You know what I mean? You gotta fight hard. If you're scared to hurt somebody, you shouldn't be there. You know. But let's see. Hopefully, he'll, you know, he'll decide I, what to do. Hopefully, I mean, he'll decide it's like. It's like I me saying I'm a comic, right. but yeah. I
0: don't want to make people – I can't make people laugh anymore. I feel bad. It's just – you're going to – I mean, when you, <laughs> I mean, they're really – I mean, very few guys. Like Damien Maya said that he did like a jiu-jitsu where you know, he did this advanced jujitsu jitsu where he could beat people by not hurting them. But very few oh, yeah, guys right. can really do that. I mean, there's a very few guys. You know, yeah, that really can do few, that.
2: Very few, very few. I mean, I don't like to hurt people neither, you know, but it's a fight. I'm there to do my job. My my main focus is not going there to break a people's leg and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But it's still a fight, you know. If you get in, you know, if you get hurt, you know, it's just consequences, you know what I mean? But the focus is to win the fight, no matter what. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hug it out after all of that, but. You gotta go to win, no matter what. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally, totally. Now, what about you? Know. So, uh, so you're married with kids? Yep, got two kids and married for like ten years almost. Ten years? Now, is, okay, is is it five it... years. We got married five years ago, but I know Five?
0: You, you don't even know? It it just feels like <laughs> ten years. Now, is it a is it a white girl,
2: black girl, Brazilian? Uh, Brazilian. Actually, Brazilian. Man, I'm actually, from the same city in Brazil. though know, better here in Atlanta, you know. There's a town here in uh, in Atlanta called Marietta. There's a lot of Brazilians, so that's where that's why I picked. picked oh, nice! <laughs> nice. Got some kids, you no know, four years old. Nice. Been a blast. Man. And then how how old how old are your kids? Four, and five. My boy is four. My girl is five. About to be six in July. So still still young. Still a good experience, you know. It's good. Good to be able to have a family doing this.
0: Do you do all your camps in town, or do you have to leave uh, leave town?
2: Uh, most of the camp, you know, I do it here. I've been be going to Thailand, you know, not a lot, but I, I try to go to Thailand every time now before camp because so good, man. I love the type of training. I love Muay Thai, you know, and the weather there is super hot, so it's good to, you know, keep the weight down because, man, you lose 10 pounds, 12 pounds a session right there every time you train, you know. So, wow. Wow. Uh, 12 pounds a like session. I love
0: wow. I, w- I wish I would have known. I, w- I would have sent my ex girlfriend there. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> me, bro. You bro. It's uh, time for the police to go. Yeah. Now, but is it, is it hard being, because I know as a comic for me, when I'm away from my kid, I I get like physically sick. I, I feel terrible. For a day, I'm okay, two days. But like after like a couple days, I get, uh, is it hard for you to be away from the kids?
2: Yeah, bro. It's terrible. I think it's like that for everybody, you know. uh. I try to go at least 10 days, but man, after 10 days, after a week, I would say after 10 days, everything gets hard. All you want to do is go back, you know, think about the kids and stuff. And, but this time that I went, they went with me. You know, they stayed there for 10 days, and you know, I stayed another 10. So that that made it a little easier. But oh, wow. Yeah, it's definitely hard staying away from the family. Yeah,
0: I, mean, don't, so. I mean, the wife, sometimes, I li- I actually like being away from her. I think that helps our relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's funny.
0: <laughs> I'm not kidding. That we
2: can get away, that we can get away with. It. Yeah,
0: yeah. The wife, I'm alright. A couple days away from the wife, I'm actually. I think it actually makes our relationship better. But the kids, I get upset about. <laughs> yeah, the kids are something else man. That's funny. So now, now you're at an
2: ATT in Atlanta, right? ATT, yeah. There's uh, there's two ATTs in Atlanta. One is uh, my coaches. My coach has one over there. In know, land on hours, you know, me and my brother's here in Gwinnett. You know, it's like 40, 40 minutes away. But, uh, yeah, we've been here for like, we opened up for like six years ago, and yeah, everything's going good. A lot of good fighters and up-and-comers, you know, so everything's doing good in the gym for sure.
0: Now, are you the best guy in the camp? Because everyone always says you can't be the best guy in the camp, but I'm like, who's better than you?
2: <laughs> nah, I mean, there's always somebody that comes here and kick my butt, for sure. You can't be. You can never be the best guy. Who, who comes? Who comes that, keep, who comes that you know kicks what? your butt?
0: Who kicks? Who kicks your butt? Come on!
2: Ah, uh, come on! A lot of people. A lot
0: of people. <laughs> Name one. Who like Froggy? Froggy MMA.
2: Froggy <laughs> MMA?
0: Does Froggy kick your butt? The little, uh, little, the little Asian dude and the girl. And, uh, don't they go to your gym? Froggy MMA.
2: No, uh, no, 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 no. They don't go over here. Oh. No,
0: I don't of... know who that is. Oh, okay. So what about uh, Hanado Laranja? Sure. Now, I hear that you're ducking Hanato Laranja. Is that true? I'm ducking Hanado. You tell me, I
2: never met that guy. Man. He's a funny guy. I heard his lips. Jesus, the juice, right? he, he... I didn't even know he's trans. I didn't even know him. He see him. He that guy's funny, no, man. He... he said he actually, uh, he was thinking
0: about challenging you, but you said you want no, no, no part of him. So I'm like, all right. Nah, know. I'm good. Okay, good. I'm good from you. <laughs> Of course you are. But I but I do see that you guys train with some wrestler, right? There was a wrestler that placed in the NCAAs uh, this year. And and then I think you or your brother said, yeah, that guy trains with us.
2: Uh, I think it's talking about chess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was training. I think that was the Car golf camp that I did last year. There was a bunch of wrestlers that came here to help out. And, uh, yeah, one of them, yeah, he did do a big tournament. He was at the MCAA. Couple of months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he plays, got second place. Yeah, legit wrestler. Good training right there. Same size, same size as well. You know, so. Yeah. So those guys,
0: so that's pretty cool. So a couple of like NCAA wrestlers come to your gym, and then you train mm-hmm. with them, uh, and they they probably you know have a really good run. Re- that probably helps you a lot. Is it hard not kicking them in the head? Oh, like, going for, like, ankle locks?
2: Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to bring a guy like that here, man, it's going to be just his game, you know. Yeah, we can't put gloves or anything, so he's yeah. just wrestling nicely. <laughs> but uh, it's good, man. It just feels good getting good up in town, you, you know. It's always good when you go to a training session and you can't do a thing with the guy. So I love when guys like that comes around and, you know, it's good. It's definitely good.
0: That's awesome. puts you in
2: your place, you know, puts you in a place and, Make sure there's always room to
0: improve. Now, who do you think is going to win, by the way? So we got, we got a couple of big fights got announced, uh, UFC fights. You got Cowboy Cerrone, uh, right? Cowboy Cerrone taking on Tony Ferguson. Uh, who are you like in that man, fight? It's
2: a good fight. Man, that's a good fight. Ferguson, uh, man, that guy's just, man, crazy. Hard to fight that guy. He always finds a way to win. Uh, I don't know, man. I like Cowboy lot. Really like cowboy, but in mean, that fight, 155,
0: right? Of course, I think it's one. Is it? Yeah, 155. Yeah. Yeah, I think
2: Ferguson pulls that
0: off, man. I but think. Do you think they should let Ferguson fight though? Because I mean, his his wife was uh saying that like he was thought that there was his kid was Jesus Christ or something, and that there was he was they were putting the CIA was putting bugs in his legs or something. He was like kind of losing oh, his geez. mind. Uh, oh my God! Yeah,
2: I heard about
0: that. I mean, when something like that happens, I I do get a little concerned that maybe fighting and getting punched in the head isn't the best thing right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I heard
0: he said he's cool now, right? Yeah, we we'll, go, <laughs> go to jail right now. You'll see. A lot of guys will say they're cool. I mean, I mean doesn't mean we should. You know, I, I don't know. I, at the same time, the guys should make a living. And I like the guy a lot. I just don't. I don't want to see. Something really bad happened, and everyone saying, "Well, we should have not ever have let him fight." You know,
2: right? Yeah, true. Like same, same with Roy, kind of man. He's like mental. He's here. He's there. He's not there. Uh, man, I hope Ferguson's all good, man, because I heard, I heard it was pretty bad with him, right? Yeah, I read a little bit about it, and yeah, I hopefully, hopefully, he's one hundred percent. Because man, you can't go to a fight like that, man. You're no, go I mean, I think, I think in a way, the fans are being
0: selfish in some ways, and the UFC is being a little selfish because. I mean, if if his, if his own wife, who knows him, is, tell, is is saying this shit, it's like, come on, maybe maybe a year yeah. off, two years off, three years off, uh, you know, take yeah. the take the time you need.
2: But I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But who who, the, yeah, who knows if the UFC is pressuring him to fight? You know, but he's saying himself that he, he, he wants yeah, he said he wants to fight, right? right. Yeah, that's true. Fighters always want to fight, no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, then the other one... uh, I hope not. I hope uh, hope he comes at 100%. That's a good fight, there. That's a really good fight. No, if Fogerson comes at 100%, I think he pulls that wing off. Now, what about Nate
0: Diaz, Anthony Pettis?
2: Diaz and Pettis, man. That's another good one. Yeah. I would say... uh, Dang. I would say Pettis on that one. A little more complete. You know, his kickboxing is a lot better. Kicks and Nate Diaz has problems, had problems before checking kicks and stuff like that, so I think that is definitely the favorite there, and he's being a lot more busier than Nate Diaz, you know, took his time off, you know, both game guys, I really like both of them, but if I were to pick, I would pick Bettis for that one.
0: Yeah, me too, I kind of want Nate Diaz to win because that guy's so entertaining, he's, a, I have hung out with him, he's a cool guy, but... Uh, Another guy that doesn't seem to really evolve as a fighter, you know? Uh, And that's probably what makes him so great is his stubbornness. You know, the fact that, like, he is convinced he could beat anybody anytime by just going punch for punch. But then again, you're... Love him
2: about that, yeah. Everybody loves him because of that. His game, he's a gangster. (laughs) He always comes and fights. (laughs) But as far as, you know, skills and tools and other things, I feel you there. That's why I think that is...
0: You got to evolve. Now... The thing with uh, Bell- look, I love Bellator. I think that obviously, I think you're the, the, if not the best in the world. I think you can go into the UFC, fight any guy, and uh, including the champion, it would be a, it would be a great fight. I would even pick you on, on any given day. Um, now, uh, and then there are a lot of guys in the Bellator, but then they put on like the the Jack Swagger fighting Jack Black, right? <laughs> I mean, it looked like they like I won a raffle, or that was like his Make-A-Wish Foundation, and, and then he just was like, that was like his like his wish was to be a UFC fighter. I, I mean, does does that kind of take? I mean, you're a guy with like oh, 50 fights, you fought everyone in the world. Does that kind of piss you off a little bit that they're making that that guy gets to fight on the on the main card in Bellator? Uh,
2: yeah, that's a tough situation, but because uh, I talked to the guy, what's his name, Jack, right? Jack, uh, no, the guy that. Uh... What's the name of the guy that fought Jack Uh
0: His name is uh, like RJ or something, yeah, or Chuck yeah. E. Cheese.
2: I met him over there to fight. He was a really nice guy, man. Really cool. I don't want to say anything bad about him, but it was just, I don't know, man. It's a cute situation. I love the post that Ben Espin did. You just see that? <laughs> yeah. Like, You're to the guys. Like, who let one of the fans join the main court? That him, right? I mean, it,
0: it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't happen in other sports. Like, you don't get to see
2: yeah. you let some
0: guy just play for the Lakers or some guy just join the join the the, the Chicago Bears because you know. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean that's what happened. You know,
2: you. at least give a guy that. You know, a little more game—a guy that has a lot more fight, you know. Because man, Jack is legit. Man, his wrest—I mean, his wrestling is really strong. And if he goes against a normal guy, man, he's gonna kill him. I mean, he—I he, he mean, he beat Cain Velasquez. He beat
0: Cam Velasquez in college in wrestling. I mean, he's—you look at how good Cam. Yeah. I mean, this dude's a real. Oh, real. he he wrestled he
2: wrestled Cam Velasquez.
0: Yeah, and beat him, and beat Cam uh, Velasquez. Beat him?
2: Oh shoot, nah, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. His ass is legit. He's got a fucking to look to him. kind a game. In MMA, you know what I mean? or at
0: least give him somebody that looks the part. You know, like at least yeah. if the guy's not good, at least the guy's got a six pack or a four pack or you know, <laughs> <laughs> or just a muscle. To, <laughs> a guy that
2: looks like a fine
0: man. Yeah, I mean, go to yeah. <laughs> just go to any any. I mean, seriously, go to go to the beach and pick out a guy that looks like he's ripped, and go, hey man, yeah, you want to want to make a, a couple thousand, hundred thousand bucks? Yeah, you know, but but get that. Uh, people I, were I, laughing before the fight started, yeah. you know?
2: I feel you, there, bro, I feel you on that one. Yeah, a lot of people said something about that, and, and I don't know, I'm sure, I'm sure the next one's gonna be a guy like that
0: for sure. Uh, I am it. It's hard because it's it's hard, whenever you, whenever you pay a guy a lot of money, who's not a fighter, to join the Bellator or the UFC, they're in a tough situation with a CM Punk, a Greg Hardy, or a Jack Swagger, because you got to find somebody that they could be beat or somebody they could be yeah. competitive with, and that guy shouldn't be there, you know. And, and it's just, uh, it's, it's tough. It's almost like. It's tough. But I, I understand Good why they're I'm doing. Not
2: a, it. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough situation for sure.
0: But <laughs> yeah, but whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Really. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did your I wife say? You
0: Mm-hmm. What what did your wife say? Because Brazilians are like pretty honest. Brazilian women. Did your wife see that fight? Did, did, did Was your wife like, what's going on?
2: She's talking about, about the fight? About Jack's fight? Yeah. No, she, you know, she didn't say anything about that, man. She was just... She was just... I brought her to my... I, mean, I haven't brought her to my fight in like nine years, so she was just... Excited to be there I decided to bring her for this one.
0: Oh nice. And,
2: uh, yeah, she was just happy to be there and stuff like that. She really, she really, she really doesn't really, she doesn't understand all the, she doesn't know all the, all the, the new guys and stuff like that. You know, she, she knows the guys that's been fighting for a long time. You know, people that have been in Bellator for a while, but the new, but the new guys are just coming in. She doesn't know any of them. So, gotcha. she was just there enjoying the fights and all that.
0: Has, uh, yeah. has she already figured out how she's gonna spend your million dollars?
2: Of course it does. All she wants to do is a new store, and new purse, this and that. So I'll give that million dollars uh, two months. <laughs> two
0: months? Oh, my God. Maybe two months. That's... Buy a
2: room full of purses. That's it.
0: Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy.
2: Well, I'll what... probably give $50 the one for them and the kids. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it is. I feel you man I feel you well listen <laughs> Douglas you're the best thanks for coming on the podcast have a good rest of the week I can't wait to watch your fight against the winner of uh, Rory vs Gracie
2: mm. I appreciate it brother man thanks for the time you know a lot of fun anything just hit me up brother All I right. appreciate that
0: thanks so much Douglas take care
2: alright brother thank Bye. you Bye. All right, thank you,
0: Douglas Lima. Uh, That's our podcast today.
1: What do you got coming up? You can go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Dog T H E W E E N D A W G. Go subscribe to No Big Deal on SoundCloud and iTunes. Leave me a five star review, and that's it, dude. Uh, This Thursday night, I'm at the Gotham Comedy Club. Friday
0: and Saturday at the Westside Comedy Club at nine o'clock, and then uh, and then I'm also at the Broadway Comedy Club at ten in New York. And then, um, also, uh, I'm at the Ventura Comedy Club next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. June 6th, I'm at the Avi Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. Uh, Let me see what else we got here. Uh, Let's see what we got. June 6th, Laughlin, Nevada. Um, I'm at the Comedy Cave in Calgary, June 11th to the 16th. Minnesota House of Comedy, June 19th to the 23rd. The Stratosphere, July 1st to the 7th. Off the Hook Comedy Club, July 18th to 21st in Naples. I'm at the San Jose Theater with Russell Peters, July 26th. Uh, the MGM National Harbor in Maryland with Russell Peters, August 17th. Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas, August 21st to the 24th. I'm at the Palms in Las Vegas with Russell Peters, September 1st. And September 4th to the 8th, the comic strip in Edmonton. House of Comedy in Arizona, August 18th, no, September 18th to the 22nd. September, yeah. Uh, And at the Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach, October 2nd to the 6th. Las Vegas Laugh Factory, October 21st to the 27th. And New Year's Eve in uh, Stratosphere. So uh, I got some stuff coming up. Thank you guys so much. Take care. And...
1: Two of songs to hook you in the door,